So welcome to the Artist's Life Hack podcast. And today we're going to be discussing Instagram and um, online marketing, um, which is becoming increase- increasingly important as uh, a whole range of businesses uh, go online. I'm joined by Esther Koch. Koch, Koch. Uh, Koch got, it, got that right at uh, um, Koch Boss Gallery, which is a gallerist there. And I think of um, Kakoch Boss as Amsterdam's leading pop art gallery, and it's based in the Jordan Art Quarter of Amsterdam. And we're joined by, by the magic of Zoom with uh, James Hughes, who's based in Ibiza. He's director of inbound online marketing agency, Digital Marketing for Leeds. But in a previous life before lockdown, he managed and promoted musicians as the owner of music agency, Piano DJ, right? So let me just uh, start by welcoming both of you. I think the, the reason I'm excited and I wanted to have you both here is because you're both passionate about art and you're also kind of both passionate about um, Instagram and online stuff, right? You've got this beautiful yep. website. I just wanted to start by just asking you guys how um, the last year has been, how kind of lockdown has kind of changed stuff and what you've been doing, maybe a little bit different. I mean, do you, do you want to start, James? Because you've, you've had a really interesting year. Yeah, so so lockdown um, uh, for me spelt the end of a uh, of a period in my life. Uh, I, I ran a music agency. Uh, I founded it in two thousand and six, uh, and twenty twenty was when it came to an end. Um, unfortunately, um, our specialism was uh, was weddings, and we 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 provided musicians for about a thousand weddings a year, and. When uh, the UK government uh, locked the country down um, to kind of try and save everyone from the, the coronavirus, uh, one of the repercussions was that weddings were immediately banned. And um, and, and the most uh, that it ever opened up was uh, for a period in August and September when 30 people were allowed to attend a wedding. And then in October, again, it, it, it shut. So, so we lost uh, a whole year's worth of diary. And... Uh, all of those couples then postponed for future years. And even in 21 now, it looks like uh, uh, as if weddings won't even be happening until after June, July in the UK. So uh, we, we couldn't handle that as a company and our, our business went into liquidation. Well, one of, the, uh, one of the things I had to do was really sit back and think about uh, how the future was going to unfold uh, both my wife and I were directors for the music agency. So when it went into liquidation, we were we were kind of starting again, literally from scratch. And uh, it, it didn't make sense to try and pursue anything immediately with music because those industries were still closed. And so one of the uh, the things that I did was think about the, the things that had been super successful with the music agency. And uh, we we generated uh, kind of upwards of £70,000 a month through online sales using social media and digital marketing. And it was, it, it was kind of through uh, the processes that we developed that were super unique that, that we, we, we kind of created this, um, this kind of unique method to sell products between like two, three, four thousand pounds through social media. And we decided that that, that would be quite a good avenue for me to pursue to try and help other companies achieve those goals as well. So that's how the, the inbound marketing agency was born. Um, and, and it's all about finding super tailored solutions for businesses that want to get more, get more bookings online, basically. So if I understand, 
uh, after this uh, being, uh, yeah, arrange uh, the bands for the weddings. Now you have a direct marketing bureau. So you switched your core company. That's right. R yeah. Rather than marketing for my own business, now I'm doing it for other yeah. people's businesses. Yeah. Yeah. As, yeah. Well, well, we have a kind of the same story. Like we are also founded in 2005, well, December, so 2006, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> and we are also directors, uh, my husband and I, of the gallery. Well, and uh, first, we have also a graphic design company, uh, studio, and we were working for the event businesses uh, also. But, well, they're quite flexible. So, and we're flexible because we have these two uh, kind of businesses, graphic design and the gallery. Yeah. Well, in the gallery, of course, uh, showing the art, but also we pointed the last years uh, especially on openings that we, because you have Instagram and everything, which is super, super cool, but we also use the gallery as a real meeting point and see and um, yeah, see art in real. So we have a yeah. better experience. So we put our marketing arrows on that, but okay, then we got closed and then we switched it around. Well, first we did um, for as it was different because we can work with time slots. So in March, when we had the lockdown, we decided to go on with the gallery because the artist made, well, a whole show. And, well, we have to get the money for the girl, of course, nice. for the artist. So we inf yeah, invented this kind of time slots, which uh, was possible in the rules and the guidelines of the government to have two people inside uh, for half an hour and then, well, you have these time slots and then we decided to do uh, extra long openings from 11 till 11 o'clock in the night and then, well, try to see m many people as possible. Yeah. And we did it for three times and then we went in this total lockdown, like we can't do it anymore, it was not allowed. For two months, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been like two, three months. And yeah. we, we kind of went the second big lockdown. I think you guys have missed out on this on Ibiza, but um, we, we even have a curfew. You're not allowed out after, what, nine o'clock? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty tough. And you can see what, yeah, and you see one people. Well, and I think it was not really okay to having, yeah, drinking bubbles here in yeah. a lockdown. So it was not, uh, yeah, it was not feeling right. And now uh, we're, well, kind of open again. But in this, this period, uh, from March, we started also to do things more online. And in the total lockdown, well, we uh, also did everything on the Instagram things. Yeah. Yeah, for ourselves. But also now I'm helping the other galleries to, yeah, do, yeah, not more as a favor, not as a business, but, yeah. well, maybe... I'm thinking also like, okay, if I have the knowledge and I do some time, I can also ask, of course, some money yeah. for it. <laughs> of course. And that must be uh, super helpful with your design business as well, because yeah. it's like a whole package. Yeah. 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 So what, what, uh, what strategies do you use to kind of engage with people online? I mean, have this, um, I've been doing um, an Instagram feed for a gallery and uh, one of the things I've been digging into quite deeply are uh, hashtags and uh, the way you can use hashtags, not just to uh, target, 
Um, because the, the whole idea, I think, with a hashtag is you want it to be specific enough that, yep. that, that, that it pops up on people's feed. If you just use art, then no one will... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, you, yeah. Need to, you, need, you need to use um, light photography. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Brazil or something, right? Um, but also um, uh, branding. You know, uh, you know, if you got a photograph of, I don't know, uh, a duck, um, there's a beautiful, I actually use that because I, I had to um, um, Instagram a photograph of a duck. It makes a huge difference whether it's in, in the wild or whether it's fine art photography or whether it's hunting. There's like a whole bunch of duck photographs that relate to yeah. so it's, <laughs> you, you get a whole different, you're just saying a different thing yeah. about any image depending on the hashtag. Uh, um, so how, how, how you, what kind of strategies are you using for uh, marketing online and connecting with people on Instagram? Either of you, I don't know. What do you think, James? Well, I uh, uh, hashtags in 2019 were, were like so important for building uh, reach. Um, but what, what's happened with um, Instagram and, and kind of Facebook is if uh, with anything that's free to start with, eventually the company that runs it um, tries to monetize it at some point. So the, the reach that you get from hashtags now is, is much, much less than you would have got like a year or year and a half ago. Yeah, I have something like that. But yeah. I don't know what, but I, I, was, I hope you know more. Yeah, I'll be trying to figure this out as well, but keep going. Um, this is interesting, yeah. So, so uh, like hashtags, although um, uh, we, we use them to kind of just try and get a bit of extra reach, it, they, were never, they were never like a core part of our strategy to get more customers. Um, we, we used hashtags actually in a really interesting way. Um, we, we created uh, specific hashtags that were unique to our brand. So, for example, yeah, uh, we had one that was like sax and DJ. Like we used the letter N instead of and. We created this hashtag. And then we tagged all of our content on Instagram, like the videos and photos that had that in it with that hashtag. And then we put that hashtag in our profile, in the bio, and said, if you want to see the content that's about sax and DJ, click this link. Because you in, in your bio on Instagram you can put hashtags and you can tell people to click those hashtags. And if it's unique to your brand, then it will only show the things that you've curated. So it's a way of building like a, a like a, a, a sub feed within your feed. And we okay. did that with like different projects, but potentially you could do that around um, like openings. So you could like have one for specific yeah. artists. Um, and then, and then people could just click that to see about the, the stuff related to, the, to the, that artist or that opening. And it, it could be a really cool way to kind of sub-curate your feed. Yeah, I must say we do a little bit the same, but not in the bio. That's very smart. Uh, yeah. What I'm doing, well, I'm not trying to uh, yeah, in, increase the, the followers by hashtags, but just I try to give... Uh, well, because I'm more from more visual than text, I use uh, hashtags. Uh, I build it up and give some information about the works. So I always do like, well, first the artist, then the, the name of the, of the work and the techniques and then the more general things. And then I try to yeah, catch the story in hashtags. And I also make new hashtags, which... Yeah, don't exist uh, just to uh, yeah, make our own things, but I don't uh, put it in the bio. That's a good one. I tried for the new opening, but we have um, 
or some uh, how do you call them uh, the art streaming the art movements like I'm making like new classic or something and then if I and I also uh, investigate which hashtags the artist is using for telling the story about yeah, the artwork yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I use them also in my uh, my feed yeah that's clever that's, that's, that's yeah that's because great. they know the best how to describe things but sometimes yeah. it's only painting okay this is not very he- helpful but others <laughs> <laughs> have some really cool uh, <clears throat> hashtags yeah so I copy them of course yeah 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 that's that's really that's but really uh, somebody told me like yesterday that it was not cool anymore to use hashtags but maybe it was in this story you're telling now yeah I think as well there's a bit of an argument um, uh, kind of to do with vanity like if you're if you're seen as posting and putting all 30 possible hashtags yeah, in, yeah. then do, do you come across as desperate but then then yeah. a marketing guru might be well if you don't use all 30 you're missing an opportunity to get reach so it, it's there's like a personal preference there's there's various statistics but I think the only way to know for sure is to kind of analyze the, the reach you're getting from hashtags because you can do that using software see which ones are working which ones are actually like how like if you do similar posts but some with six hashtags some with 10 some with 30 and then you test it and you see what works so that's the only way of knowing the best thing to do and it's so unique for the brand yeah but i must say this testing yeah well i just do it and i don't look back <laughs> all the time but of course it's also uh, depends on which time and which day and everything so it's yeah. not only of course yeah. six or 12 for so i just post and <clears throat> what i do and that's working the best for us is making a well a deal a one two with the artist so i post something or the artist is posting and then we follow each other up and then if we yeah. work together through instagram then we got this sales because they have more followers of course yeah and then I can hop in with my story. And so we are, yeah, that's working the best. So that's, that becomes a story about coordination. That's kind of becomes a team effort. It becomes, yeah. A, yeah. And it's nice because then, well, it works that, that you're doing it together instead of behind your screen. No, it's very sociable. And also I guess yeah. it keeps the momentum going as well because you're pushing, you're pulling and pushing each other along. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It becomes a, it becomes a creative process. Which is, which is the best possible, you know, that's where all the energy comes from. Yeah. Um, but what you were saying about uh, looking at the data and looking at the analytics, that's super important. But I find it a bit of a struggle sometimes yeah. uh, to stay on top of it and try and remember what was relevant. And also, um, especially if you're dealing with analytics that re- reflect that the connect to Facebook or Instagram, the rules keep on changing a little bit, right? I mean, Google seems a bit more like a level playing field. But with Facebook and Instagram, as you said, things that were important a year and a half ago. Uh, fall away in importance now and we don't know what will be important in, in, in two years time well I, I think that um, that's uh, like you're right to stay on top of that is almost impossible if you're also running the business curating the art the artists yeah. uh, <laughs> you know speaking to the customers because you have so many other things to do that are uh, like super important but but when I work for a client. I have to do that reporting to justify yeah. that I'm making money for them. So, so for me, it's really important because it demonstrates that it's working. And, and also, 
you you make so many discoveries about about things that you assume people yeah. are important to people, and then when you actually look at the data, they're actually just not at all. So, um, where, where uh, like you could assume, for example, that someone wants to uh, when there's a picture, they want some information about it, but maybe actually what they want is a little quote that just makes them feel something. And how do you know if if people want information or a feeling? Well, you, you do like 10 posts of each and you compare the results. And, you know, that, that's how you start to learn about the language that your audience like resonates with. Yeah. yeah, I think this is a big difference between you having this agency doing it and I'm just doing it also with the rest of all the things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like 10 posts, like, okay, 10 <laughs> posts, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's painful, right? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's more like okay. I'm happy if I have uh, well four posts a week or something. It's yeah. good enough for us and being on yeah alert. But so, of course, it's you're doing it the whole day. It's okay. So I, I went, I went, I went online and I checked out um, all the big galleries like Pace, White Cube, Gargosian, and I found that a lot of their posts are not actually about art, right? Yep. So I categorize the posts and I see lots and lots of posts that are just images of the artist, right? Yep. There are a lot of posts um, of um, um, the interiors and uh, the openings and little videos that kind of speak yep. to the buyer buying experience. So that's the second thing. The, the other thing that we have is um, lots of posts of the artists that work in the studio, yep. kind of like uh, behind um, the scene stuff. And then the last two posts uh, I kind of have, there's lots of posts of just weird stuff like just 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 looking at it going what is happening and it's just not much of it but like this stuff that happens it's just like what and then you also have um lots of posts of important people in the gallery or uh discussions and stuff so uh, it, it feels like the the big galleries are using um, um instagram to really push forward on lots of different types of branding yeah, yeah building the stories about the artists and everything yeah yeah and and I think that probably makes sense because yeah, with, it's with, super nice. Yeah, and with with Instagram as well, you have to decide what your goal is. So for the bigger galleries, people already know about them, so they're not using their Instagram to help people discover about the gallery or what or what they're. So because people already know they exist, they already go there like a few times a year. You know, they went there as kids or whatever. Like that, you know, everyone knows about them. So they they just need to keep the people that already know about them interested. They need to stay in front of them until they're ready to make a purchasing decision. Compared to a smaller gallery, which might want to use Instagram to just let the world know that they're there. Like it's a completely different goal. And and I think that the smaller gallery shouldn't necessarily completely copy what the bigger gallery is doing because you're in like completely two different positions. Like Whereas like a smaller gallery has the opportunity to actually find some new customers who just had no idea they existed. The, the larger gallery is just, is that those people know they're there that, and they just need to keep convincing them that they're, they're the, this, this authentic place that they, they've already known about and kind of uh, reaffirming the, the, the kind of stories about them until that person's ready to pop in and make a purchase. So I think it's a little bit of a different use of the platform. Yeah, well... I must say the stories about with the artists, well, it's also super nice because we're having this show, uh, the solo show, and then you give some backgrounds. I think it's super nice. And um, 
I see, well, I'm growing, but not very much, but uh, because we're posting mainly artworks and artworks, uh, the installations in the yeah, gallery. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then with openings, of course, well, uh, then we have these two people looking at, <laughs> at, yeah, because it's allowed to have two people in. Um, so we want to give a scenery also, but... Yeah, of course they have more time to do all this. Yeah, thinking, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. thinking the, the because team. I like the idea, but yeah. okay. Do you have time for it? Yeah, 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 well, I didn't make time for it because I have other things. But at the other hand, I think it's very interesting to do it that way also because if you involve the artist, then uh, your uh, your growth will go more fast. If I only try to reach my own uh, groups. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's also testing and trying, of yeah, course. And also, I don't, know, I don't know. I think you can probably see in the background uh, the gallery's walls behind us, uh, they're black, right? And I think that was an intentional idea to do something completely different to yeah, everybody yeah. else. Yeah, for Instagram, we had red walls and blue walls and black walls. So, we have the whole time very bold colors. So, if you see pictures on Instagram or photos from people and they know us all. Yeah. So you have art on this colored walls. It's from us. It's from, like, it's yeah, from it's kind of. Because virtually all the other galleries have white walls. Secret branding. So yeah. it, 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 if there's a photograph <laughs> of uh, a, a strong color, an art hung on a strong color, you know you're at Koch's boss, which I think is, uh, which I think is quite clever. Um, and actually, I I, uh, I I was kind of tipped off about this uh, in in advance, and I, I I thought it was really cool. And today, when I saw the preview for this podcast in the room, I was like, "Wow, that looks amazing!" I actually I want to be there. I want to feel. And I, I've never been. I've never been in the room where the floors painted black and the walls are painted black. Like I'll be. Oh no. Oh okay. No, I mean, I mean, like I, I guess maybe I have. Right. There, there was probably like, a, a, yeah, cinema, but. <laughs> but but in a small room like that, that in itself must just have a really super unique feeling on you when you like walk into that space. That's kind of uh, because we did it the walls with uh, fabrics and not with paint. So it's a kind of... Uh, it's kind of soft. It feels soft. It feels like you're in... There's I'm, no end of the room or something. Yeah. I don't know. It works okay. very odd. Yeah, yeah. It, just, it just feels like you've stepped into a Renaissance painting sort of thing. <laughs> you know, it feels like, I don't know. It's, it's, it, it, it doesn't feel quite like, like a luxury court, but you know the way that you go to um, um, chateaus in France and the, the, the wallpaper is made out of silk or something. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, with this velvet. Yeah, uh, velvet material. Yeah. That's the way it feels. So it's, 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 it's you know, it's not, it's not gold, gold inlaid and all that kind of stuff, but it's... it's it's good. Um, one of the other things that I found really interesting about what you did was, uh, okay, we were talking about using social media yeah, yeah. to tell a story, right? But you've also been using social media to try and understand what your clients might need or might want, right? Which is kind of a whole different next level because, you know, very often you're not targeting a hundred people, you're targeting one person. Uh, oh, me. You know, yeah, or, yeah or, you, or even in your case, when you were um, uh, promoting yeah. artists kind of just checking out their Instagram feed to try and get a sense of what their sensibilities are like. Yeah, so I think it, for us, it all started in uh, at the end of 2017 when we, uh, uh, one, one of the things that was like really core to our brand was really amazing artists. Like our audition process was like really, really hard to pass. 
we had like training, mentoring, the DJs and pianists were phenomenal. But with the, with the DJs, even though they were like the best, we found it really hard to communicate that to uh, just a normal person. Uh, because most of yeah. our clients aren't weren't music experts because I guess like musicians have musician friends so they yeah, like, yeah, yeah. get them for the wedding right so so we're, we're marketing to kind of like fans of music but not experts of music and and we had our DJs who were amazing and we were like great you're going to dance the whole night it's going to sound amazing but then you had Disco Dave from the, the local pub who also <laughs> on his website said you're going to dance all night and it's going to sound amazing and like, how, how do you explain that difference without using any complicated terms to people who are fans but don't know anything, you know, have no expertise? And, and we just couldn't get past that for, for a while. We, we were thinking about it and thinking about it. And, and then I started having conversations with um, some people I knew who just were not fans of DJs or the music that I played because I thought they would be the best people. They have the least knowledge. Yeah. And I was chatting to my, my, my mother-in-law and, <laughs> and, and she came back from, uh, from a holiday and she was like, oh, there was this great DJ playing. And I was like, oh, that's odd. Did you go and see him? She's like, no, no, but he was, he was uh, next door. We could see from our hotel, a big stage, thousands of people. And he was like, he was a real DJ, you know, an IB for DJ. Oh, yeah, yeah. A real DJ. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know, and, yeah. And then she said, oh, I'd be for DJ. And I thought, well, well, yeah, maybe that's a thing because I guess a general assumption that's true is that if you DJ in Ibiza, then you've kind of made it as a DJ. Like only the best DJs in the world play in Ibiza. And so the strategy then for our business became, in, I need to play in Ibiza because then we can say our DJs have played in Ibiza or been trained by someone who has compared to Disco Dave, who hasn't. And that's like a really <laughs> clear-cut thing. So so I, I took my entire savings and booked seven weeks in a villa in Ibiza the following summer, 2018, took my family over. And every single day and night, I, I just relentlessly networked until a few people caved in and uh, gave me the opportunity to, uh, uh, to play and, and that season I played uh, for Beautiful People's Boat Party I played at the Super Clubs as Paradise and Eden and right at the end of the season uh, we got a, an invitation to, to do a live set from Ibiza's premium luxury hotel it's like a super five star hotel and it's got an amphitheatre cut into the top of the cliffs okay. wow <laughs> and, and wow. you have like the sun setting behind yeah. you so okay I'm with you so I, I flew over the sax player, I worked with Tobitha, and we got given two hours to get a, a film crew in, do a one-hour set, and then leave. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and, and we, we, we'd been, like, preparing in the run-up to it, went and, got, and we got this footage. And that actually has become our biggest league magnet. The, the, the video itself now got, like, way over half a million views on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, you built your stories a couple, yeah, then, yeah. and now you can use in them, of course. Or, and, yeah. and then in, in terms of social media, we, we, we took a, a one minute section of that video and we put it as an advert on Instagram and Facebook that sent people to a page that had the full length video. It also had some bullet points like played in S parodies, played in Eden, the sax players played on you know X Factor and things. And then the form so people could sign up for more info. But then at the same time, 
on social media, we also had a remarketing campaign. So three days afterwards, it started showing them just our most popular Instagram pictures in their Instagram feed. So they then found us again, liked us. Yep. And, and we, hey, James, talk to us about remarketing because I don't think everyone knows what that means. That's okay, cool. so, uh, so Esther, have you got any idea about remarketing? Have you heard, have you heard that before? Not heard, but I think it's that you follow up your own marketing things and then you use it again and again, something like that. Yeah, that's pretty close. So uh, one of the things you can do uh, with uh, social media marketing is you can say, if someone has been on my website, show them uh, an ad on their Facebook account or show them an ad on their Instagram account. And it can be really specific. So for example, um, in your situation, say like someone had been on like a a page, like a Ray Caesar page, and they were Mm -hmm. looking at it and they had seen the price, you could then say, if they've been on that page, show them these Ray Caesar pictures on their Instagram profile. Like, show them these ads. On their Instagram profile? Okay. Yeah, Yeah. so you you could hmm? show them an Instagram advert of Ray Caesar photos if they've been on the Ray Caesar page on your website. Or or if they've been on, on like, Sarah's, one of Sarah's pages, Mm -hmm. you could show them photos of Sarah's work through Instagram ads. And is it that you are... In Instagram, you have this promotion uh, button and you do it like that, or are you d- doing it uh, via another company? Or you do it? So, Facebook have uh, uh, like an ads manager, yeah, and, yeah. And, and you can do it through that. Yeah, and, oh, and just, just, oh, just via just, Facebook, yeah. so not via Instagram, because well, I know this air thing from Facebook. Well, 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 Facebook and Instagram are basically the same company. Yeah, that's company. true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're, you're basically Facebook, use your Facebook account. To manage your Instagram okay. um, advertising, I mean, this is a oh, really this is really interesting yeah, because yeah, yeah. then um, if I have also older posts from yeah. Ray Caesar, for instance, then you can uh, well click it, uh, yeah, and paste or something, and then the people who yeah, what you say are visiting, yeah, it's quite creepy, but uh, no, it's no, also no, very yeah. nice to yeah, yeah, experience yeah. this, but this, but this know, investigate this. But, but this is the flip side of, I mean, this is the thing about um, Facebook and, and uh, Instagram. Um, if you're uh, a user, you're not really a client, right? I mean, it's fun- function, it's free because yeah. um, we're, we're, we're the product, right? I mean, everyone, yeah, I yeah, more, yeah. more people understand this. But then if you actually use it as a company, as you did, uh, for marketing, it can be really, 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 really powerful. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the, the three things that I'm familiar with are lookalike audiences. Do you know what those are? Do you, you know what a lookalike audience is, right, James? Or yeah, yeah. Do you, do you want to explain that as well? Because you're the expert here. Yeah? <laughs> um, so, uh, so the lookalike audience, actually, um, what exactly do you mean by a lookalike audience? Well, I mean, okay, let me, let me go. <coughs> I, think I think it is. Uh, so okay. my, my understanding is that if you've got a mailing list, right? that um, um, you've got and you're like, these are the people on my mailing list who are interested in my art and buy my art. Mm-hmm. You can take that mailing list, that email list, put it into uh, Facebook and Facebook will analyze it and use machine learning and say, okay, we understand these are the sort of people you're looking for based on the emails you put in or the contact details you put in. We can now find people who are very similar to your group. Okay. Right. And then it will provide 
adds adds to them, right? The other thing that I understand about Facebook and Instagram is you can begin to target people by demographics. So you can say, yeah, you, you can know, do it in Facebook, and you can, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm I'm looking for people yeah. over a particular age who are likely to be interested in art. Yeah, we used it a couple of years ago. Yeah, a couple of times. Yeah. and then the third thing, which is um, the what what uh, James just looked at was uh, the the retargeting. Yeah, so someone's already shown an interest in me. Uh, I'm going to follow up with them. And yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've all been there, right? With um, uh, YouTube ads, you kind of click on a YouTube ad, you decide it's not interesting, you click away, and the next day, the, the same guy's there saying, "Hey, remember me?" <laughs> well, so, so with the with the, with the remarketing, like a less creepy way of remarketing is is uh, you can set a rule, and we had this as well. It's like if someone follows your Instagram account, just put some of your posts in their feed for the next three days because people are just scrolling. It's, it's not the same as a YouTube ad where it like invasively stops you watching the video like on Instagram. You're just scrolling and you see it. So it just, people who might have just followed you and then kind of forgotten about it. Yeah. Now they follow you and then they see you a few more times. So, so maybe then they'll be right. Okay. Now I'll have a proper look at this profile. Yeah. Um, the, the lookalike audiences, um, I, I, I wanted to hear um, your angle on it because more broadly, lookalike audience is just where Facebook shows your, like you can pay for Facebook to put ads in front of people who are similar to your current audience. So you can do it just based on the people that are already your fans. You can do it by putting emails in. There's different ways of doing it. Okay, but, yeah, that's interesting, yeah. But, but in my cynical point of view, if you ever give Facebook or Google the freedom to choose or guess who your customers might be, you're already starting to waste money. Like, because, because really it's just an algorithm or an idea. They, they don't actually really know who's going to be a buyer. And so, and, and they're, and they and, uh, and also they just want to make money and spend the money you give to them. So, <laughs> so, so, yeah. so, so if you're not going to be like, if you're not going to take the time to construct your own super detailed audiences, like you can expect to get some results, but also just know that Facebook and Google will take some of that money and show your ads to people who are never going to buy. Yeah, no, I can't. Yeah, maybe. And I thought, well, more ethic. I don't know. Ethical, you mean? Ethical. Yeah. It's ethical issues, yeah. yeah. I don't feel really well to, well, of course, we have our mailing list. And, well, I know a lot of people in personal or we have very direct contact with them not for just one kick but the yeah. whole time so we're building relationships for a couple of years and um, then uh, i give those addresses to well, that, facebook well, that, i don't know yeah. mm. I, I, I don't know either but i don't know maybe it's a beetje overdreven but yeah but over the top she says but over, over the but, oh, yeah yeah the, about feeling yeah. bad about it but i don't know but, well, but yeah. I, I don't know i think i think you could have something to it as, as well just as as a respect point of view imagine someone came to your gallery and they they spent a ton of money on a really nice work and they've collected it and then the next day you shoved an ad in front of them that's like buy something from us and they're like hey we just came there yesterday yeah. we've, we've, we're like maybe next year or in six months <laughs> or whenever I'm ready to collect again but um so because often with your mailing list you have people in different stages you could have a uh, you could have people like for instance in our industry we had people who had booked us for their wedding but their wedding was like in a year's time so yeah. if we tried to sell to them again in that period they would have gone crazy. <laughs> they would have been, hey, we've already bought you. Like, 
and, and also in your mailing list, you might have um, other professionals, like maybe you might have some uh, like some critics or other gallery owners that you would invite to an opening because you know, it's, it's building the network, but you wouldn't necessarily want to serve them an ad saying, and buy yeah. this work. <laughs> well, or, or, or you might know that someone has a particular taste and you don't want to like just randomly serve an ad for an artist you know they hate. Yeah, that's why this uh, thing you uh, gave with this uh, following... Uh, retargeting. Yeah, retargeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Retargeting, yeah, that's yeah. very interesting. I, yeah, that's nice to investigate. Yeah. Uh, one other thing that you said that I really liked, and this is, I think, one of the reasons that Instagram works so well in art, is people do not like... Um, adverts you know it can't be yeah. too, it can't be too commercial and the beautiful thing about instagram is it's a little bit native like the ads yeah. don't feel like ads it just feels like someone's um gifting you a beautiful image and if you want to follow up and kind of learn a little bit more then go ahead you know yeah. it's it's um it's it's much more subtle you know um and um I mean, with your email list, as you said, you need to segment it carefully so that, you know, you're not trying to sell to art critics and, and you know, if someone's just bought, you're not trying to retarget them with the... the, the yeah, this. well, so we did in our uh, stand, in our address... Address um, book, address book. Uh, address book. Yeah, address yeah. book, of yeah, course. Book. Yeah, of our... Um, uh, okay, Netherlands? Yeah, I'm going to have a lot of money. Hmm. Oh, you mean you mean uh, Mailchimp? Yeah, Mailchimp? it's more like uh, I never concentrate so long. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. It's, okay. it's all good. <laughs> I think I. Uh, no, but I. I but no, but I mean, but, no, but thinking, no, I, I really oh, appreciate you doing this interview in English, by the way, as well. Like I, I think. No, it's, no, no <laughs> it's, it's okay. But it's more like my focus is like. Uh, well, it's gone now. No, but I, 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 I no, but I mean, thinking about Mailchimp, thinking about my mailing list, thinking about categorizing people. It's it's yeah. It's, it's, I know. Uh, yeah, uh, it's about this stacking thing. We started with it, but it's so much work to give everybody tags, and then we all different mailings. So first, we start when we started the gallery. We had this press and things, and now I only do for the press some different mailing and further just English for everybody, like, yeah, we're a small gallery and how many time or how much time want we spend to do everything very proper because we, yeah, it's your job, of course, and you have a lot of people. We have also a lot of people, but not like thousands more like five or six thousand, you know? Yeah, but I, I think what you're saying is true of a lot of galleries. You've got, you've got one or two people running a gallery. And you've got Instagram, you've got Facebook, you've you've got physical events, you've got mailing lists. Yeah. You've got you've got and then you've got artists to manage. Um, you know, managing an artist. Yeah, but maybe it. we have to rent you for do our. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'm, but I like it to do it myself because I really like the medium, so I really enjoy it. So I don't want to give it to someone else because it's a fun part of my job, but. If I want to do it really good, then I can. It's better to give someone the job, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. And, and the the other thing about uh, like kind of collaborating with with like a like a marketing specialist is is that there are is that you no longer do it on your phone. Everything is 
most things are done on a computer. So oh, yeah, but I'm not doing it on the phone. Also, yeah. I do it in. Uh, I do everything on the desktop, and then I yeah. put it in notes and just paste it. I'm not going. No, oh, I hate no, sorry. it. Sorry, I, I meant uh, you could do it uh, using software in advance. So, so just as you would have like an opening, and you'd be planning it months in advance. Yeah, you can also have the posts that are going to go in the run up to that opening during the opening. All already scheduled and diarized. Oh, and okay, yeah, yeah, and and it and it can be uh, and it's collaborative. So you have this online place where, for example, both you and I can view it and work on it, and oh, we can okay. be doing it in advance, just like you do with an yeah, opening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's really cool that that kind of scheduling software exists. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And is it uh, open source, or you have to um, have an uh, license for it yeah you, you you sign up for it as a user um but but if you work with an agency they will have it and then you you don't pay anything for the the software because you just okay. access it with them yeah yeah um i think we're doing it in because we're graphic designers i make the posts that i want to post for that month i make already uh the whole feed and then yeah. i put all the images somewhere and then i put it just in my calendar posts <laughs> Yeah, and I have also the texts already, I somewhere. Yeah. So it's more like um, it's spread it all around. But I think this software thing it's very helpful. And and it does the it does the analytics for you. It tells you oh, which yeah. hashtags are better, which are getting the most shares and the likes. So so it makes all of that side of it really easy as well. Which which software do you use? Just out of interest, uh, I've used a few, but the the one that we're using uh, most recently is called Later. Okay, yeah, 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 I've heard of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're, 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 they're really beautiful things. I've kind of looked into it a little bit, but it takes a while to navigate. It's kind of a whole different learning process. Like, you know, every, every single tool that you, you get that's useful um, has lots of bells and whistles on it. It's, okay. It's just one more thing to yeah, get Yeah, thing. Yeah. 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 But, 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 but also it posts for you. So during your day, you don't actually have to make a post. You don't have to remember to post. You, you can yeah. set it. And and if suddenly you find that the best time for your post is at 3 a.m. in the morning, <laughs> you don't have to wake up to do it. Like it doesn't call yeah, you. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's got loads of clever learning in it, which is, uh, which yeah. is really cool. Also, okay, maybe this is stupid, but this is a kind of like, woo, big brother. I'm sometimes, I, I don't know if they can see it and maybe um, the machines, are they seeing it? You're using a machine to just post it. Because they see, you know uh, what I mean. So the user, the user, you, the user doesn't. It's it's still personalized, right? The user doesn't know that um, it's been. Yeah, no, no, nobody, nobody knows that it's it's been posted by someone else. Yeah, but yeah. Wacht, ik doe het even in Nederlands. Yeah. Ik heb altijd zoiets van, als dan Facebook ziet dat jij het zelf post, of dat je het alvast in een archief en helemaal voorzet, dan is het een soort marketing ding. Maar dat is misschien een uh, gedachte. Nou, soms denk ik van... Oké, so the question, question here is not so much... Het is misschien een beetje een soort no, 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 suspicious, maar no, meer zo van no. of die dan meer doorgepost wordt. So let me, let me translate. So the, as the question is, um, will Facebook realize that you're using later and will that count against you in some shape or form or will they use it against you? So she's less worried about her... Yeah, I'm not really worried. No, it's no, more no. Like it's, in it's, Back it's a question. It's, yeah, it's but I mean, I think this, interesting. No, but these these are good questions because I think, um, as you've said, Facebook and Instagram are always changing rules and change, switching so, things around. So, if that was something you were super worried about, Facebook actually have their own creator studio where you can schedule posts and yeah, yeah. Post it on I use that. 
Yeah, so so Facebook actually offer an automatic scheduling uh, thing anyway, and and the, and um, there 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 are definitely stories where using software has harmed brands, but that's when they use software to automatically follow people or automatically uh, like yeah. people. But but all this is doing is just uh, at the time of the post, it just logs in as you makes a post, logs out, and it's a very normal, natural thing to do. It's just, you know, it's, it's not bombarding the app. It's not kind of abusing it. It's just doing the same thing that you could do yourself. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we've spoken a little bit about using um, um, uh, social media for reach, for targeting, for branding. Um, what about actually for engagement, actually talking to people? Do you, do you, do you DM people? On, have you ever DM someone on um, uh, social media to try and uh, open, open a conversation or use uh, DMs on, on Instagram to connect to people? That kind of stuff? Would you, is that something you recommended, James? Uh, yeah, we, uh, we've used it in two ways. Um, uh, one way that is quite natural is sometimes we get people asking us questions. Um, uh, about the the services we do they might want to know a bit more information about it so you can chat to them on there and it's it's quite an informal way of chatting to someone they, they might be sat on a sofa somewhere waiting for a bus you know they're just you know they just got a few quick questions and we often uh, we often try to to take them off of the direct message and onto some sort of um email process yeah. so we would we would be like, we would answer their questions and then say, do you want us to send you some more mixes or some more photos or some videos? Uh, if you give us your email, we can send it to you. So we, we kind of gradually take it onto some kind of like email. Um, however, so some people um, just prefer to chat on social media. So they'll be like, no, can you send me links? And then you can do the whole process of booking through through the DMs. What yeah. um, Once... Um, we, we had uh, someone who wanted to book us and they wanted one of our uh, DJs and they wanted to chat to them personally, but we never gave out the contact details of our artists. And yeah. it was a big sticking point. So, so we actually created a, like a group, a DM group on Instagram with the artists and they had a little conversation on Instagram and that was enough to get them over the line. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's also very nice because the first part's very... Yeah, like uh, uh, I can admire, uh, but I recognize the way if I get a DM, I always do uh, DM us for more info and then I take them to uh, um, the email, email, of course, yeah, 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 and yeah. then we can exchange more info and you have also uh, this email address, which yeah, is yeah, yeah, better yeah. for marketing yeah. for marketing than the, but this group. It's also super nice. It's intimate. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. intimate. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and imagine like, from your uh, your your followers' point of view, the fact that they could actually get to chat to the artist, yeah, super pro- cool. like one to one, ask some questions. Especially yeah. if you had an artist that was really engaged with social media and was happy to chat in the run up to an opening. Yeah. Um, and and maybe even if kind of uh, whilst openings aren't allowed in the same way with big groups of people and artists, maybe it's even a way for people to have a bit of that experience that they wanted before they, you know, made the step to collect a work. It could be yeah. a way of doing it online. Yeah, I think, um, but is it, you mean this, uh, wait, the TV thing that you saw on Instagram? They've got, t- they've got uh, Instagram TV. 
like a, a scrum kind of TV, TV, you no, mean? No. Yeah. On, so, oh no, I just mean having the conversation with because because if it's in a group, you would be moderating the conversation in a similar way to at the gallery. You know, if the the the, the customers there and the artist, you would be yeah, there yeah. kind of. Be, and yeah, just chatting. Yeah, so, so you, you, you stay in control a little bit. Yeah, not, not, no, not in a nasty yeah. way, but just to manage yeah, it so yeah, that yeah, things yeah. don't blow yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. A, a bit like today, where we're, we're being looked after these conversations. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Any day. Um, yeah. The, I mean, the, the other thing about Instagram that I think um, we haven't chatted about is the Instagram stories, um, because for me, they're they're. I, I can't understand why Instagram hasn't yet tried to monetize them because um, in, in across every other platform, for example, in Google, when you search for something right at the top are the paid ads. That's where people want to pay to be like at, at the top. Yep. And, and on Instagram, on your homepage, you have the circles where you can always see the, the stories yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and they're completely chronological. So for example, if you posted a story every hour, you would always be at the top left-hand corner of every single one of your followers. And other than time, that, that is like free. Like that costs no money to be in that prime spot on, on everyone's homepage. And um, I, I just, I, I can't understand why a lot of businesses haven't embraced stories uh, as much because um, on the feed, when you're looking through, people might, they might miss you. Instagram doesn't have to show yeah. your post. It's not chronological, so something might pop up from four days ago. Whereas on the stories, every day when someone sits down to look and they flick through their stories, it's it's the most recently posted story that they start with. So it, even if you just have, um, I don't know, just maybe this is a crazy idea, but you could take, uh, you could find one work hanging in your in your gallery. You take like twelve pictures of little bits of it. And then just every hour put another fragment or something. And then gradually as people click through, they see the whole work. Yeah. So something silly. But that yeah, I did you... something like that. And it yeah. was, yeah, because I like, sorry, I interrupt you because uh, <laughs> it was very funny. I love stories also because, well, I feel more freedom in a creative way with stories because you have 24 hours so you can do something more weird or yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. or, uh, oh, this work is coming in. But also now in this lockdown time period, I made, well, you have this uh, 15 seconds. So 15 seconds, I just walked through the gallery and every 15 seconds there was starting with a new work and then walk around and then zoom in, zoom out. And then, of course, if you feel, uh, well, it popped. And then I do uh, an hour later. So I yeah. yeah, try to manage it a little bit. So if you're on our story, you can see the whole gallery and people get attention every hour with this story and see the whole gallery or something. And it was very, well, we got by email and everything like, oh, I really like the gallery. Or it was, yeah. So it was, well, it was very positive. Yeah, It was a kind of, the whole day, like, oh my god, oh yeah, I have to do the story. Yeah. But and, well, that's and nice. It, it worked. It was super it, it, nice. I think it's one of the only ways that you can put something in front of someone every hour without pissing them off. Imagine if you yeah. sent someone an email every hour, or you sent them a yeah. text every hour. <laughs> they would they would hate you. But but in this medium, you can do it, and it's yeah. it's normal. And actually, they they like it because people check their phone every hour, and you know, like, so uh, yeah, it's really cool. And you give also, well, I think that's that's why I like Instagram. It's 
visual and not all this for me more boring textures yeah you know like so you get a present eye candy so yeah yeah i, I was on a i was on a um a uh kind of a, a webinar with artsy and a bunch of the oh, yeah. galleries and one of the gallerists was saying that you do what the client wants in a sense so she's saying like if you've got some 20 year old kid who's a tech millionaire you DM them, right? If you've got someone who's 80 years old, you print something out, put an envelope, and you send it to them. So this whole thing about stories, it's just, it's just reflecting that uh, there's a lot of people who love um, kind of consuming stuff on the go all the time. Yeah. So just yeah, giving yeah, them yeah. little, little, yeah, bit of really little, yeah, 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 yeah. The uh, the hardest thing about stories is that you can't use software to post them, so you have to do it manually. <laughs> And yeah. it is incredibly time-consuming. Um, yep. That well, is um, the one downside. So th- th- there's, there's, and I, oh. so I was just going to say, there's the cost then, I guess. I mean, they're, 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 they're not Instagram, Facebook, they know what they're doing. So they've, they've created a bottleneck to limit supply by, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, how difficult would it have been for them to allow stories to be automated as well? I mean, I guess they must But have... on the other way, then the stories, uh, they stay... Yeah, personal yeah. and more authentic. Yeah. So maybe stories are more real. So for followers, they know stories are real. So yeah, that's yeah nice. I'm kind of that side of the no, no, I like social it. No, still. Yeah. No, I like it. I like because it. Yeah. maybe we're smaller. But I think with stories, you also give a little uh, peep into your world or something, you know, like a sneak preview for shows and things. Yeah, it's, and it's it, more it, yeah, spontaneous, yeah. authentic. Yeah, yeah. You know, because human. it's so short, only for 24 hours, and then it's yeah. gone, or in your archive, of course. But and the only the only thing I it's um, uh, I um, what's jammer now in Engels? Unfortunate. Oh yeah, <laughs> is that you can't um, you can have only these hashtags, but you can't uh, do a clickable link or something. Because I have not enough followers, I don't have. You don't have much, enough followers uh, unless you get, have a certain number of followers. You don't get the ability those, to have uh, yeah. clickable link. Yeah. I think you have to have over ten thousand before you can yeah. add an automatic link to your stories. I think it's yeah, something so, like that. So that that's definitely true for the stories. There, there, there's there is a workaround. Like if you really wanted to get a link in your stories, you can do it through uh, creating an Instagram TV and then with a link and then resharing that to your stories. And it is possible then to get oh, yeah. people to click on a link, but it, it's, it, it is. Top, I mean, everyone would love to have that that amount of. <laughs> but but at the other at the other hand, uh, I say yeah, click the link in the bio, you, you know, know, and they go to the bio, and then they can go to yeah. the artwork as well. So now, now this is. I mean, Instagram is great. Social media is great, but especially on Instagram, it's authentic and it's and it's and and and, and it's um, native. But also, you don't have much room to tell a complicated uh, narrative, right? Yeah. You're just basically grabbing people's attention. So then you need to, I guess, you you know, you need to bounce people onto your website, yeah. right? That's that's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the job. You're just trying to deflect someone off their feed and go, hey, check out my website, yeah. right? So then your website needs to be um, optimized. Yep. for your your goals and i think i think for, for galleries i'm i'm it's kind of tough because a lot of businesses will simply have a landing page where they where they they sell people on one thing whereas you've, you your website does two things or every gallery website it, it tries to get people to convert but it also introduces people to a whole range of artists yep. 
and um, 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 exhibitions, right? Yeah. yeah, what I was doing the last couple of months was posting. Yeah, that's why it's so much work. I put the the page of the artwork where you can actually buy the artwork with the info and really the buy knob. I buy uh, buy button. Buy button, button yeah. Uh, I put it in the bio that link, and then I posted that photo and then two days later with another with another so you have to prepare everything so if i did the post if you go to the link in the bio you can right. actually buy the art uh, and i also did uh it's also in the gallery window yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i try to yeah but, well, but does that mean that you have to change your your bio link all the time depending yeah. on what you're posting so then, yeah, I did it. I don't know if it's smart, but I don't know. Yeah. I thought, okay, you can go to the bio and then you can buy it. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so with uh, with the software I mentioned with Later, yeah. they have this thing called uh, LinkedIn Bio, and what that is is every post that you post in your feed, if you want to have uh, it linked to a specific page on your website, yeah, then they build this this um this kind of intermediary website page so when people click on your bio link it yeah. takes them to another grid that looks very similar to your feed and oh, they can click yeah. on any of those pictures to go yeah, yeah. to that page yeah is it what uh, the magazines and newspapers are using now I which is a very cool system that you see you see the post uh, about an article and then you click and then you go to the bio of the newspaper and then you can read the article be yeah. in an, an other feed you yeah. know, that's what you mean right yeah exactly yeah. And, and and it's really cool because uh, what you were talking about is great but what if someone sees the post of like uh, yeah. one artist four days before yeah like, and because with instagram you don't know when they're going to show it because they, they don't necessarily do it that day or the, uh, so um so yeah, so it's it's interesting. Well, I think there are definitely definitely what, what you're doing is a really good idea. Like the the idea of taking people directly to that art is amazing. Yeah, but uh, it's also but, the same thought. That, okay, now they see the post, but the yeah. link is from someone else. Like okay, I just do it, whatever. But it, ah. exactly. So so then so so the step in the middle just needs tweaking. But you're, yeah. you're crushing it. You're doing a great job. Yeah, it's really cool. I yeah, we need software or you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, but the, but the, but, the, but there are really simple tricks. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, one one solution is to tweak your tweak your, tweak your website. Maybe come up with some kind of landing pages. I think yeah, yeah. landing pages are something that are not adequately explored in the art world because I think it's a great way to tell your overall story very quickly and also yeah. guide guide people towards maybe two or three things they might want to look at. You know, before they decide to enter your website because website is um, gallery websites are. Um, they're designed to be explored over time. They're not, they don't encourage people to take immediate action, you know? Yeah. yeah. The kind of, you've got lots of artists, lots of exhibitions. Lots yeah, of but we have this, if you come to our homepage, we have this super big now button. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yes, I have. Yes, <laughs> you have to, yeah, well, so you go to now and then you can, we really try, because we're also graphic designers, we really try to make most easy with uh, the the most less steps to buy an artwork yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy through our website. So yeah. Yeah, you've, you've, you've got a very efficient website. Yeah. yeah. And actually, I, I, I don't know whether, uh, if someone's on your Instagram, they should already know your story. Like, they, like that, that's the, one of the jobs of Instagram is to tell that story, to build the trust, 
to, to kind of so so that because you want to minimize the amount of steps exactly like Esther yeah. saying like once someone's like I believe you I trust you I understand this artist I want it I want to find how much it costs you, you want them to like go to the buying page yeah and then and then if they don't buy then you retarget them later in a couple of days with the yeah, same tip to under that you retarget yeah <laughs> Um, but I, th- I think Instagram can tell a story and build the trust. Like p- people, just gen- they follow you to find that out without having to do the research. Yeah, people are lazy. You have to like you, you don't want them to like have to read a ton of stuff on your website to figure out who you are. You want them to know it from the pictures and the captions. Um, but that's also why we ask the artist because the clients or the interested people know know the artist already or they have bought already an artwork then you know the quality and if you post something they know the quality even it's it's a stamp the the only kind of two things were just uh it was two things i just uh i just noticed about when i was getting to know you i did some research about your gallery and and you and and i just noticed there were there were two things that struck me that didn't come across on your Instagram that came across everywhere else. Like I, I read some things that made me so exciting. Like um, it was like, a, it was talking about your gallery as a controversial, colorful, avant-garde gallery. Uh, you can expect the unexpected uh, openings have loud music engaging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do, they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, they have loud yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very loud and I, music. And I, I like wrote down, oh my God, it sounds so exciting. I want to come, like I want to come. And then I like, it's your Instagram feed. And it, it, like, it didn't have that, like, excitement. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I don't mean that in, like... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's the only... It, yeah. yeah, I know what you yeah. mean. Um, we... Um, so, when we started the gallery, we always have a photographer in the gallery with openings because they're always very, you know, yeah. like very bubbling and they're, they're a lot par- of people. They're, they're, and, not, yeah. they're, they're parties. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's always fun. So this was a main... Yeah, arrow or goal. Okay, yeah. show show them uh, what kind of people are in the gallery with openings and and what's happening. Yeah. And so we put the pictures on the website. And then uh, when we have an opening, I put some pictures uh, on Instagram. Yeah. But now it's in the lockdown. But yeah. Cause, but cause I, like, I don't, but maybe uh, I have, it's what you say also, now we have only the artworks and yeah. it's kind of yeah boring, you know, yeah, uh, no, it's yeah. what, yeah, no, not boring, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and like, I, I, I didn't mean it like uh, to, to, to be rude or anything, but what I, I was yeah, so, ex- I was so excited from reading the text and I read, uh, <laughs> I read uh, some other websites and they were like, uh, it's a small gallery with a big heart, showcasing some of the best surreal avant-garde artworks, or as they proudly state, lowbrow art. <laughs> and, and the idea that like, that, that if you're a tourist coming to Amsterdam, and you want to get something a bit edgy, you have to yeah, come yeah. to your gallery. Like, I love that as a concept. And then imagine you're a tourist on your Instagram. You yeah, don't get yeah, that yeah. message at all. Like, um, No, 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 yeah. And, and, then, and then also on your, uh, on your Instagram, what I noticed as well um, is that the name of your Instagram is a Kokwas Gallery, but it doesn't say like Kokwas Art Gallery in Amsterdam. So if people are searching for art gallery in Amsterdam, you just don't come up. Okay, no, but, but it, has, uh, it has to be in your name with the ad then or in the profile? 
in in the in the the Python the name, yeah. Um, uh, so we have at Koch and Boss, but you say it's better to have Koch and Boss Art Gallery. Oh, oh no, no, not not for the not not for the at bit, but no. for the actual the, the title of the page. So you have. <laughs> Profile. You don't need to change your profile name, but you've got like a, you can call yourself anything you want. So you've got your at Cockex Boss, yeah, yeah, yeah. but then the name of your feed you can change. Yeah. You can oh, that. okay. So th- that okay. is searchable. So ah. when people search, if you've got the word Amsterdam, the, it, art gallery, art yeah. gallery, or oh, pop okay. art gallery, or you okay. know, or whatever, then that's that's a really important place to yeah. add um, ah. search terms. Yeah, can, can we? Uh-huh. Can, can you let me share my screen? I'm, this bit's probably not going to end up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll just show you. Yeah. I, I, I ask Hans for coffee. Hans, <laughs> wait, yeah. we need okay. this coffee. Sorry. That's wait, okay. One no, second. I, yeah. In the we'll figure out how to do. <laughs> how, do I, how do I help you share screen? Just... You, you have to go to something like uh, settings. Uh, allow other people to share screens. Anyway, let's let's jump, ah, yeah. let's jump back in. So, James, what do you have to show us? So, can you see the the? The Instagram screen is—is is this working? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Perfect. super. Yeah. yeah. So it's this bit here that you can yeah. change. So that so that's your oh. username. But yeah. this bit here, and if you search for like art gallery Amsterdam, oh, I can't spell. <laughs> then uh, it comes up with galleries that have got art gallery Amsterdam in oh. that name, and okay. and I scroll down here for ages and. <laughs> your gallery didn't appear um, which I know it's just a little thing but if people are yeah. looking for a gallery um, and then the other thing that I thought was uh, for your website I love this branding like the, the pink and the black and the white like that looks so beautiful on your website and and there is a way of getting covers on yeah. all of these feature stories I just was annoyed about it yesterday like why have these people those nice covers? And I, I have this. <laughs> That's really my question. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's it's so easy to do. You just okay. yeah. Uh, you just post. Uh, so so you make um, uh, the the design for each one. Yeah, yeah. You put it in your story. Yeah. And then you add it and set it as the cover. Oh yeah, because I thought okay, how yeah, I was thinking how they stay but i didn't know that you can put it as a cover okay this is very good i think yeah. next week it's fixed yeah yes. because because <laughs> yeah. when i was on your website that branding was so strong and it's really beautiful and powerful and i love it and then i came to the instagram and i was like oh yeah it, <laughs> yeah, it's it just, was, yeah it was annoying me for this week yeah, yeah. let's look and if you if you scroll just scroll down the page just so we can have a look at this stuff so the 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 the, the thing that you were saying james was um the kind of the, the buying experience the actual experience the gallery yeah. is something else that's amazing that could also be here and it's something that's authentic and kind of um yeah um, maybe connect, connect yeah so so this this picture here is on the wall behind you now yep I'm yeah. so much more excited by the picture of it on the wall behind you. Like I want to, I want to like go and see it there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. But, um, but here it just looks like a, I don't. It, it just looks like a picture. It yeah. doesn't look like a an artwork. Yeah, it doesn't look like I can have it. Like yeah. uh, I don't know. But again, I, I, uh, one of the things that I think is really cool is when I start working with a business. I often don't. I, I'm often not an expert, and I know nothing about it and i'm approaching it from you know someone who has no idea yeah but that is that is often one of the 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 best things because 
you the business owners often often know the business so well that they make assumptions. But if there's just someone from outside who has no idea and they're, how their feelings are, sometimes you can learn some really cool things about how other people are looking at your you know, your kind of marketing. Yeah, and, and the other thing that you mentioned right at the beginning of the conversation was the way you marketed your um, wedding business by saying, "Look, we, we you know we are we're Ibiza DJs." Yeah. Right, so that that kind of gives a bit of social. Yeah, growth. yeah. So if you can bring some of that um, to any kind of element of your business. Yeah, I think yeah. if you want, uh, if you go down, if you're scrolling down in the feed, this is all in the lockdown period. That well, actually, nobody was here. Yeah, it's, it's tough. <laughs> but yeah, but we did also. If you go lower, lower, then we think. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we try to do this with this interiors. And yeah. also, if you go down there... With the red, with the other red yeah. background, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this was a time slot opening. So two people and an artist <laughs> were in. Yay, big party. <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, and here, here we try to give dimensions on the artwork and really um, experience art. We try to do it. But it's also with this two, two people, it's not really colorful steaming no, party no, 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 no. <laughs> but i actually know uh i agree with you and also with this idea of getting this artist more involved so it becomes more of a team effort yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but we're having an opening next friday so i will to, uh, uh, yeah. i will try to uh do some tips so so there, there's some other things that i just noted like this is uh just me sharing some of my experience yeah yeah, yeah. please so, do so this, uh, when I originally saw it, I, I, I hadn't read about it. So I, 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 saw the, I saw it, I think, on your Instagram. And initially, I was like, cool. Like, I resonate to this. Like, I love music. It's got, like, vinyl on. And then, and then I went and I read the actual meaning behind it. And it's actually quite sad. Like, it's quite, you, you know, it's... And, and after I'd read that and heard the actual description, suddenly I was like, oh, I don't... I think that would be, like too upsetting because it reminds me of when I was a kid and maybe like I did block out the world with music in that way but up until that point I was like this is like extravagant exciting and decadent and uh, and and um and and when uh, I guess when you're selling face to face in a gallery you can kind of pick up on the vibe of the person yeah, and yeah, yeah. what they're reading into it and then you kind of go with that and follow it and expand on that but, but when you're doing it remotely like this at the moment you say something about a piece of work, you don't have the chance to like go, oh no, I didn't mean that. I meant to, uh, yeah. yeah, I meant, yeah. I mean, they, like all the DJs in the world, they pick this artist because of the link to music or whatever. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? Like it's it's so hard when you have to just and play those, it and you can't, yeah. This is a, yeah, those choices the whole time. It's funny that you m- mentioned this because we have this other, we saw, uh, we had a, statue of Medea uh, it was a sculpture and um, well it's a very uh, feministic uh, sculpture but it's based on a Greek myth yeah. and then I thought oh super cool then I put the whole story uh, I searched it by wiki uh, of Medea it's in the middle the black one the, the woman with yeah. the gold on her back and yeah. <laughs> then I put the whole story on the website and also on an art platform about how she killed their kids and the queen and well so and then later a week after that I thought okay yeah hmm, I don't know maybe I 
erase everything and only put like the positive lines because yeah. they they like the it was exactly going through my mind like okay then you're reading about this cool statue and then after all those skills and well, you're murdering the kids so I thought okay I remove it because but, people won't but, but, bite but, anymore but, 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 but I think I think some of the greatest stories that were ever told have so much ambiguity like you know all, all the big religious stories all the kind of big epics, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, just, you, you know people will discuss and debate them forever yeah so I think you know as when you're writing copy for art the 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 the, 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 the trick is to try and figure out how to capture that and get yeah. people excited by their but, own interpretation. Yeah, and like, yeah, that's what you say. But I think that's why galleries are finding it harder to sell art online than in the gallery, because in the gallery, you 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 yeah. feel a vibe for the person. You like whatever they've seen that resonates with them. That's what you chat about. Yeah, and, that's yeah. true. That's very true. And, and and so that part of the experience, you've got to find a way of doing that online. So maybe instead of saying what the official description is. Yeah, you yeah. say, D- DM me and we'll have a chat. I, I yeah. can leave you, we can have a chat. I can leave you a voice note about what it's about. You, or, you can, and they, or you can ask them, how does this make you feel? They tell you, and then you kind of take that angle. And rather than ever saying, this is what it is, you say, message me. I, I'm, I'm in the gallery. Yeah. I can tell you about it now. And you can have that conversation online. Maybe that's what people need. Yeah, I do it also. If people uh, DM me uh, about they're having interested uh, in a a work, then or I make a little video or I do uh, with a video chat. I take them to the the artwork and then tell about the artwork because, well, this whole story is then too long. So I do it in a mini way. And one one other thing that seems to grab people's attention is um, asking questions in, in, in... Copy. So you could have, yeah. um, I don't know, Medea, villain or hero, you yeah. know, you know or, 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 or victim, you know, those, you know, just kind of, I mean, this maybe that's oversimplifying it, but to, instead yeah, of, yeah. instead of actually explaining what the artwork is about, you can yeah. just say, this is the debate. Yeah. This is, uh, yeah. 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 Or, or as well, and instead of that kind of question, you could ask questions that might help you find people who are collectors. So you could be like, where would you put this in that is a great question. Yeah. That is a great question. Because I love if that. someone yeah. says, oh, I'd put it in my hallway, you know they've got space for a work. You'd be like, <laughs> yeah. well, what, what are you looking for for your hallway? Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. Because, and because really what you have to remember is every single thing you're doing on Instagram should be just to generate you money. Like it, it's, it's like, it's quite easy to forget that the, the end goal is to sell or, and help people collect. Um, and you can kind of get conversations going about art, which is kind of cool. But ultimately, you want to find the people who that you can, you know, sell to, who you can kind of join your club of collectors. And so the more language you can use that helps you identify them, the, yeah. the, the better. So um, uh, thank you to Esther and uh, thank you to James. Uh, it's been a really great chat. I think we've had a really interesting conversation about how Instagram can and can't work and uh, going beyond simply um, posting images to actually... Um, um, uh, coming up with new ways to uh, connect with people online. Yeah. So, so thank you, to, thank you to everyone. Thanks. And thank you. All right, no worries. Thanks. Bye.